Marika. And I'm Miles. And this is, I don't know what I'm doing. Because we don't. (laughs) (laughs) You guys, we fucking don't. Don't. (laughs) Play the jingle. It's Saturday night. Ooh. Rika's wearing a. I don't. I can't read the band it's, name. It says California, whatever, and then like it has like California, like. Did you know that the state of California went on tour, in its own state? That's what your shirt's telling me. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um. So we do fails of the week every week, and uh, I'm still trying to think of mine. So Marika. Okay. Um. We don't know if it's a fail yet, but uh, I feel like it's like she started telling me the story, and it's like veering. I'm <laughs> having a hard time, guys, coming up with a fail that's, like, actually entertaining. Um, and not the same old shit. So, okay, so there's this new guy in one of my jobs. Okay. Um, he's young. I think he's cute. And our boss found out that it's his birthday and kind of tried to hide it. So she, um... God, I'm trying to, like, disguise that it's, like, from my 9 to 5 job. It's okay. Whatever. Um, okay, so, basically, so, like, this new guy at work, and he's trying to hide that it's his birthday, like, on Saturday, and our director finds out, and she's, like, does it, you know, reply all emails, like, shouting his hat, like, his birthday. Mm -hmm. And I hate reply alls. It's fucking stupid. Okay, especially ours because they're just like, just goody goody and like clean and like ugh whatever. So I just I am him like hey happy birthday and he's like thank you and I'm like you're really like killing it and like he's like oh I'm trying and, like yeah and you know let me know you have any questions yada yada yada. So I asked him like what are you gonna do for your birthday and he says like oh my mom and my girlfriend are gonna cook me dinner t- like tonight and I'm gonna spend time with like family so nothing like too big and then in my mind I'm like mm, I wanna corrupt you <laughs> cause he's like young and he wears like these nerdy glasses and what does corrupt mean like just like he's just, like wholesome and like I wanna make him like bad like drugs no! Oh. Sexual stuff. Oh, okay, okay. Like, not even, like, too sexual. Just, like, be like, oh, I dropped this pen over here. Oops. <laughs> and I, like, pick, like, the pen and snap in front of him or something yeah. like that. Um, he, you, he's Eve, and you're, like, the snake, and you're, like, eat this apple. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so, I tell my, I guess he's basically, like, my work husband. Um, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, oh, I want to corrupt him. And he's like, oh, you should wear that dress. And I'm like, wait, what dress are you talking about? And he's like, you know, like the ones like formal has sleeves and it has like, like stripes on it. And I'm like, oh, that dress. And I'm like, and I'm like, wait, do people like talk about this dress? And he's like, phone, which means he's going to text me his response. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you look sexy AF in that dress. People have noticed. How many people at your (laughs) jobs are, like, thirsty for you? Because seemingly it's, like, 12. It's not, like, 12. If it was 
be in a relationship. It's not 12. Right. Okay. Also, my work husband is married in real life. In Ariel, okay? Right. Miles, you think it's inappropriate for a married person to give me that compliment? Or in a work environment? Well, it's only inappropriate, really, if you don't want the attention. But if you're fine with the attention, then it is fine. I think that's how sexual harassment... Does your work have a sexual harassment training? No. Okay, maybe... They really (laughs) should, because sometimes... There was a student that was hitting on me, clearly, and I was... I didn't know what to do. Oh, then... And my... And then my manager was listening onto the call as it was happening, and she's like, this is what you need to say. And I'm like, oh... I did not know this. I kind of thought I was just going to, like, ignore it and, like, move on. But, like, no, you need to address it. Mm. Yeah, so they... I feel like you would enjoy a sexual harassment training because my work did it. And because you, I know in, like, pornography and stuff, you like scenarios. Yes. And that's all sexual harassment training is. (laughs) It's all, like, the female boss being like, Kyle, why don't we go to dinner and talk about your next promotion? Oh. Yeah. Is it really I'm turned on by that? (laughs) (laughs) No. Um, so he names a few people that, like, check me out, and I'm like, oh my god, really? Like, you know people are checking you out. And I'm like, I, yeah, but I didn't think those people were. Um, so, yeah, like, um, I don't know where where a fail is in there. Um, Miles, where's the fail? Um, I don't. (laughs) <laughs> no. I like the idea of you corrupting the young person. Corrupting the young person who has a girlfriend that clearly, like, and the girlfriend probably, like, loves him a lot and, like, is close with their, his family. You have to test that relationship, you know? I do. I do. Yeah, you know, maybe it's not a fail, but... You guys, we recorded on Saturday and last Monday and now it's Saturday, so it's hard to come up with new failures. Especially my last one about leaving a tampon in my vagina. Yeah, how do you top that? How do you top that? Well, this week, I left a tampon in my vagina. No, okay. <laughs> in um, your butt. I soaked it with vodka, and I was <laughs> drunk that way. <laughs> I've kind of always wanted to try that. Just I'd be scared that, like, your, like, liver would just, like, fall out of you or something. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay, I guess my, like, fail right now is... It's not, I don't know if it's a fail. It's just, like, confusing to me. So, okay. I feel like, like, this summer, people are, were all like, Miles, like, you look so good. Like, you're looking so good these days. Like, oh, my God. It always and, gets I, and, so and I was like, yeah, I I never really know what to say. I'm just like, because th- people are like, have you been working out a lot? And I'm like, this is awkward attention that I yeah. don't know what to do with. And I, so then I'm like, am I like, am I in a moment of time where prime? I'm just like attracting? Am I, I don't want to be in my prime because I want that to be when I'm 50. <laughs> um, okay. But... I feel like I'm just, like, attracting a lot of attention right now. Mm-hmm. But not from, like, necessarily people that I could see it, like, going, any- going anywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but it, I, I end up kind of feeling bad because, like, there's, like, people giving me attention, like, mm-hmm. whether that's, like, in person or, like, on the over the phone, like, mm-hmm. texting or, like, on social media. I'm getting this, this attention. And, like, I feel bad because, like, I'm not giving it back oh like people are hitting me up reaching out to me talking to me how are you how's your day how's it going and i'm not at reaching out to anyone with those questions because i am like i'm just like feel like i'm being like pursued but i'm i i I feel like awkward because it's not i'm not reciprocating and so i feel like an asshole but like i don't really want to know what to do i mean it's not your responsibility about you know about their feelings i mean i could shut it all down 
but I don't really. I but it's also yeah. harmless. I'm like, why? Are you annoyed by these people? No, I don't want to go into too much detail. I mean, there's one that I just like do not understand, and then there's like another one that I'm like, it's like fine, like okay. So it's like it's just I don't know. It's just like an like, awkward position. This is how I view that shit. Okay, like hey, because sooner or later, this attention will not be around. I kind of don't want it to be around anymore. Yes, you do. You would miss it if it wasn't around. No, because it's like, it's, I don't, it's just like, hey, how's your day? Hey, how's your night? Hey, how's the work week? Hey, how's your weekend? It's just that. I love feeling wanted. But we're not even, we're not friends. It'd be different if you were texting me, then I'd be like, oh, Marika wants to know who I am. Like, oh my God, Marika, joke, joke, joke. That's <laughs> like, <laughs> Wait, that's more, you more often. that's like more real. Yeah. This is like, just feels like weirdly, like I'm just being polite. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, I don't fucking understand what this is right now. I know. I don't know either. I don't know. I I like attention. I'm attention whore. I like it. I'm not. I'm pretty, like, secure. <laughs> I don't, I, like, mm. need it. I mean, it's not like I need it, but I do like it because I feel like it's, I'm going to be fucking old as shit. My boobs are going to go down to, like, my, my fucking elbows. Right. And. I think I'd like it if, I'd like this attention if it were less polite. Like, I'd like mm. it if they're like, oh my god, you're so fucking hot. Like, I just saw that picture of you on Facebook. I'm like, holy fuck. I would be like, yes. Like, that, to me, is, like, Ooh, sexy. But did, if it's yeah. just like, how's your day? How's your week? I'm like, Would mm, you, you talk to somebody like that, though? Me? Yeah. I have yeah. before. Okay, like, yeah, wait, you have. <laughs> yeah. Mm. I've definitely messaged, like, people that were just strangers to me, like, or had a random mutual friend on Facebook and been like, you are really good looking. Like, holy fuck. Like, I've done that to, like, strangers. And then yeah. ended up talking back and forth with them. Oh. Um, so, like, that stuff is, like, sexy fun, but this is just, like, feels so, like, humdrum, and I'm just, like, mm. I feel like a dick because I'm not, like, caring about them mm. as much as they're caring about me. Mm. <sighs> I, yeah. That's why I'm, like, I need a fucking boyfriend and just show all this shit to Oh, me. my God. It's cuffing season, so. Cuffing. Cuffing, right. <laughs> cuffing. <laughs> no, no, cuffing, cuffing. You guys, if you the don't know cuffing, cuffing is like when it gets like cold out and you need like a, a snuggle buddy. Mm -hmm. While I reactivated my Tinder today. Oh, really? I was like, I gotta get on the prowl. I gotta get on the prowl. <laughs> yeah, the prowl. I gotta look around and be like, oh, yeah. how hot are people? Oh yeah, I forgot. They're so hot. Let's go. Mm. Speaking of sexual, our topic has nothing to do with that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> our topic, to Marika, what's our topic? It is, I don't know how to be woke. Yeah, you guys, what's woke mean? What does woke mean? <laughs> I woke up. <laughs> I don't know. I think woke means, woke to me is feels like a very liberal term, and it's like you just, you know what's going on liberal issue wise. Mm. And yeah. by liberal issue, I mean like race stuff, mm -hmm. like um, queer shit, like. Feminism. You know about, like, the struggles of, like, the minorities. You know about, like, poor people. Yeah. Like, you're woke to, like, the plight of the people. Ooh, the plight of the, the people. The plight of the people. Ooh, um, I love that. Which is probably impossible to be woke to all of it. I mean, yeah. you would, there's always some stuff Something. we're not going to know. Like, But even if it's impossible to be woke, in the age of Facebook rage, we have to try. And Insta. And, yeah, we have to try. It's just everywhere now. It really 
his, and I feel like I'm not. I try to be woke, um, especially with the political stuff that's going on. NPR, thank you so much. I feel like I listen to NPR like every morning and still I'm just like, what's happening? Really? Yeah. Like I oh we go God. to like trivia and they have the current events category, which yeah. my friend Michael like is so good at. And it's just all like current events questions and I'm like, I don't know. Really? They're just like, who just got like fired from the ca- Trump's cabinet? And I'm like, I don't know, Scalia? And they're like, that's a tr- Supreme Court justice, justice. that died. I'm like, <laughs> I can't keep the name straight. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. There's a lot of like Jeff Sessions and blah, blah Like, what? Yeah. I can't keep it straight at all. No. But I've been kind of on top of the Judge Kavanaugh, whatever, trials. I'm trying to be on top of this thing. I did try to call Dick Durbin course the office was closed and i thought i knew the office would be closed but i thought i could leave a message saying like don't vote for this fucking asshole yeah um nope there's no voicemail there's no voicemail it's like really awkward when you call your it's so representatives. you have to talk to their fucking aide and they're like okay what do you want to tell me and i'm like uh i don't know the format of like i called like, once because like don't vote for judge kavanaugh well, I called once because they, every once in a while, they threatened to get rid of AmeriCorps, which is, like, the program I did, and it's supposed to be nonpartisan, but, like, sometimes Republicans try to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, like, called, and they were like, okay, what do you want to say? And I was like, um, I guess I have to give this, like, weird speech about AmeriCorps Yeah, right that's now why I don't call, because like, I'm like, I feel like I have to give a weird speech and the reasons why. But then, you know what? I, isn't that what we were trained to do but in high school? But... Honestly, I don't think so. Because they probably listen to a lot of these phone calls a day and they probably don't want to hear it and they probably don't understand why you don't want to. They're probably just like, that's another person that cares about AmeriCorps. Check. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So it doesn't, I feel like, matter the reasons. They just like, I voted for you in office for you to be my voice in Washington. So I'm calling you to do what I fucking say. <laughs> I pay for your health care, your retirement, your salary, all that shit. Your kid's college fund. Fuck you. <laughs> Yeah, that's why, like, when McCain died, I was like, why is everyone so heartbroken over this guy? Like, all these celebs who are clearly Democratic and liberals, they were like, oh, like, he was a true politician, yada, yada. But McCain is still, like... Yeah. I see, but again, I don't know enough about fucking McCain. I just know that, like, I just remember. Okay, so I just remember him voting against public health care. Obamacare. I mean, okay. yeah. He was basically dying. 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 Okay? He's dying, and I'm the one paying for his chemo. Yeah. Did you think about that? Nope. Well, he's dead now, so I hope you're happy. <laughs> like, I don't know what you want. Well, I mean, the chance of survival from sarcoma is, like, pretty low. Anyways... Um, so how are you like failing? How are we failing to be woke? woke? I think about Black Lives Matter. Okay. Yeah. Black Lives Matter. They did so many different demonstrations, all this stuff in Chicago. I like never really understood. I was like trying to follow them on Twitter or something, Mm -hmm. but like I never went to any of their demonstrations. Yeah. Ever. And I felt bad about it Mm -hmm. because I was like, this is a fucking cool movement and super important. Mm -hmm. But, and I remember like. There was something, I think it was, like, in Chicago, or maybe it was another city where they had, like, clashed with the police. Mm. And, like, my mom came to town, and she was like, we can't go downtown because of what's happened there. And I was like, so we, you, my mom and I have never talked about Black Lives Matter, and the only time we're ever referencing something related to it is because, like, 
she's afraid of it. But then the Women's March rolls around. Everyone's talking about the Women's March. My mom's like, are you doing the Women's March? Women's March. And I was like, this is fucked up right now. Right, it is, because there's like a shit ton of people that went to the Women's March. Yeah, and I was like, but there's none of this energy around Black Lives Matter. But then I fell back, because I was like, Miles, you didn't fucking do anything. You didn't do anything. Mm -hmm. I went to the Women's March, and I didn't do Black Lives Matter March. Yeah. I feel like, was Black Lives Matter, like, on a weekday? They did a ton of different demonstrations. I mean, they were like, yeah, they did a ton one. of different ones. I've been to like Occupy Wall Street, whatever one. It's just like, I don't know, it's hard. It was like, that one was like hard to pin down. I donated to the Dakota Access Pipeline and I tr- and I followed that on Facebook. <gasps> oh, I know. I, fl- I donated for the Flint, Michigan water. I know I did that. Like for the, when that was first happening. So many issues. <laughs> so like, I, uh, what was the question again? When are you like failing to be woke? Oh, I, feel like I just I'm feel like you're constantly, constantly, constantly. All the time. Like Black Lives Matter. Like I feel like I'm failing because I don't have enough diversity in my life. Mm-hmm. Like I don't really have a lot of black friends and I feel like I maybe should maybe. I don't know. So I try to watch like Insecure or I do watch Insecure and I feel like I'm contributing in some fashion. Uh-huh. Even though, like, I'm not, and even though I'm, like, I put on the captions and I, like, wouldn't catch, like, their catchphrases and, like, use them, and I'm, like, am I allowed to do that? Like, I don't even know. Have you seen that t-shirt? What t-shirt? There's this t-shirt that just says, white women stealing from gay men, stealing from black women. (laughs) (laughs) This is how the slang works. Yeah. Um, I mean, I feel like... I don't know. It's so fucking hard because it's like, it is weird. I definitely do feel my like whiteness when like you go to like a party or like a mm-hmm. friend's thing and everyone's white and you're like, mm-hmm. wait, why? Mm-hmm. But then, and there's been times in my life where, times in my life where I've had a black friend. Yeah. I've dated black guys. <laughs> and then there's other times where I don't have a black friend and I'm not dating a black guy mm-hmm. or, you know, I... so it's just, or I'm not dating a black girl because I'm gay. Right. Um, so it just fluctuates. You know, there's times yeah. where I don't... There have been times where I've had almost no gay friends, and there's times where I have almost all gay friends. So it's like all of that diversity mm. just, just constantly fluctuating because people are moving, and people are... Yeah, You're meeting new people point. at work, and so I feel like you can't be too hard on yourself. I mean, like, going to California Clever for my birthday, I did pay attention of, like, the demographic there, and, like, like okay, like, oh, good, there's, like, like some black people here, like... Okay, that's awesome. And then like, like okay, there's some like Latina people here. That's yeah. also awesome. And well, like, Chicago's so segregated that it's like it is cool when you yeah. see it at, in nightlife. Right. Because even the nightlife. And can but of course, like you know, thinking back on it now, because we're going there later tonight, like majority of the demographic there was white. Yeah. Location. This podcast is sponsored by the California Clipper. <laughs> <laughs> at this point. Um. So yeah, like. But I, how do you feel about it? Because you're like part white and then part I Asian like growing up I it's so weird because when I was younger I feel I felt different mm-hmm. and people were looking at me like oh you're brown yeah you're not white you look different yeah you're annoying uh-huh. <laughs> so <laughs> like whatever. your skin color is annoying me yeah basically because you like look different like you don't look like us like yeah. type of thing like vegan girl whatever um, and then as I got into college, I, people were like, you're not 
as Asian as you think you are, you're white. Mm. And I'm like, um, I really identify with my like Thai heritage. Yeah. A lot because my mom was grew up in Thailand and she was Thai and her culture is Thai. And your parents own a Thai restaurant. Owned a Thai restaurant, so. Yeah, like, even though I don't speak the language very well, like, a, only a little bit, like... Do you want to, like, give an example now? No, I don't. <laughs> I don't know, like, I'm like, you're not, you're mostly white, Marika. I'm like, oh, Like, people told you that? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, it bothered me, and I'm like, but, and like, I'm it's a, like, they have no place to determine your identity. Or, oh, I got so mad at Ty when he told me, like, Mary, you're barely Ty, I slammed a door in his face. That's so shitty. Yeah. And I'm like, um, I'm not as Thai. Obviously, you're 100% Thai, but I am... Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. I hate you. Yeah. So. And they bar- like, like, and they were ups- wondering why I was upset. That's stupid. <laughs> yeah. Greek people... Not in the any way as extreme as that, but, like, Greek people, I do do like to figure out your Greekness, which I always just think is hilarious. Like, mm. we're my coworker, Maria Fustoliaraki. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, she was like, you're Greek, how Greek are you? And she was like, where, she was like, is your mom Greek? Like, who came, who came from Greece? Like, do you go to church? Like, do you speak the language? Like, she had, she had to run through all the questions. She was like, where in Greece? And I was like, Stemnitsa, it's in the Peloponnese. And then she was like, like, how, I was like, I, my, yeah, yeah, was full. And so I guess that makes me a quarter, even though that's totally not how DNA works. Um, <laughs> at all. No, it's not. And like, she was like, do you speak the language? Blah, blah, blah. Like, it was like a test. Mm-hmm. And then I remember my mom and I went to this Greek uh, bakery in Chicago and the woman working there, she is like, you're Greek, how Greek? And I was like, oh my God, the fucking test again. And then she was like, she was like, your son looks more Greek than you. Like to my mom. Oh my God. And I was like, we didn't ask you. (laughs) And it's only because my mom plucked her eyebrows into oblivion. (laughs) I love your eyebrows. Um. (laughs) Um, But it is weird that people, it's like, it's like, I it's kind of rude to say, like, your m- your son is more Greek than you. Like, what does that have to do with anything? Like, oh, yeah, somehow I, I like, chose how his yeah, face would look I, like. like. Yeah, exactly. Like, she was like, yeah. yeah, that was my vagina's plan to <laughs> yeah. just pass the right genes now. <laughs> the right genes now. <laughs> oh, my God. Ugh. People, like, are so rude and stupid. Like. Yeah. Well, yeah, in regards to, like, the race stuff, though, at my, um, when I worked at a school, like, this, our school oh, was, like, yeah. it was a private school, we were, like, obsessed with diversity, <laughs> so it was a really rich school I worked at. Yeah. And it is majority white, but, like, not, like, I think the one, the sixth grade class when I started was one-third minority, so that's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. It was a lot of kids that were, like, half Asian, or half Jewish, half Asian, or half Jewish, half black, or oh, okay. this, that, because there's a lot of Jewish kids. But I'd like, so our, we had to do all these diversity trainings, which was like very eye opening for me because mm. I like know and knew I was like white, of course. Yeah. But they definitely tried to like help you, help me or whatever, understand my like white identity. It's still confusing okay. to me because I remember talking to my coworker. You have a Ke- white identity? Like, no, you well, don't. I'm mean, sorry. I remember talking to my coworker, Kedra, who's like black and she's so woke. Like, she came from, like, this progressive school in New York, and she just fucking, like, she was so far ahead of what everyone else was thinking, like, she just got it. Like, she was like, I want to take middle schoolers to Ethiopia. 
Like, she was so fucking cool. And she had, like, she was, I think she's just African-American. I don't, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. But she had lived in Africa. She, like, she oh. went and lived in, in uh, several countries in Africa. And I was like, oh, my God, Kedra. She's like, I know. So she was like, I want to take middle schoolers to Ethiopia. And the school was like, no. <laughs> They're like, it's too dangerous. She's like, why? Because it's Africa. <laughs> 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 like she like was so amazing, <laughs> but I had this training with Kidra and I was just like we we they we read this book called Why Are All the Black Kids Sitting Together in the Cafeteria? Okay. Um, and by Dr. Beverly Tatum, and eventually she like came in and spoke with us. Cool. She was so fucking cool. Like she talked about race in a way that like the internet wishes they could, because oh. she would talk about in her book and in person she would talk about. She taught this like college studies class, and she said like when she'd have white students say something that was like ignorant or mm-hmm. offensive or something that other person would be like, Oh my God, they're racist. She was, she was just like, it's not their fault. She's like oh, that yeah. white person that's saying something that to you is dumb. That's how they were raised. That's, that's their entire environment that built that sentence for them. She's mm-hmm. like, how is that their fault? That's, that's what created them. Right. But where does someone has to be at fault though? I don't, Eventually. I think, I don't think that's how she looks at it. But, okay, She so, was like, I think that's what she looked at, like, her class was to, like, open people's minds. But she's like, I can't open his mind so if other people... So how do you stop people... races, racism without calling it out, though? I think she... No, I think she would call it out, but she okay. wouldn't be like, you're a racist. That's not oh. gonna help, that's not gonna help him change. Yeah, that's true. She would just be like, okay, this is where you're coming from, and this is the bigger reality, and this is how you've been socially programmed, and, like... I'm getting somewhere, I promise. But I was talking... No, I like it. Talking to Kidra, like, we'd read this book, and I was like, I was like, I don't know. I don't understand... I don't know how to, like, wrap my head around a white identity. I was like, I definitely understand, like... I was like, I understand that I'm, like, Greek and German and our family stories and our my stories about my dad's side and, like, them coming to America. And, like, I understand those stories and that's part of my history. Mm-hmm. But I don't understand how to make, like, whiteness part of my identity. And Kidra was like, I think you're conflating ethnicity with whiteness, whiteness which is a racial identity which has nothing to do with ethnicity it just deals with how you look and how people see you people see you and know that you're a white man right and that's how they're going to treat you in society uh, and i was like okay let me try to wrap my brain around all this but yeah. I definitely like those like conversations like help me understand it more and understand the privilege more and stuff mm. you feel like you're privileged being white yeah. Well, I mean, we're everybody like that's what our what I liked about our school stuff too because they talked about privilege more than outside of just whiteness. It's like we're I'm privileged because I'm white. We're privileged because we're able bodied, mm. and because we're young. Well, I'm young because I, I know what's happening. Yeah, I'm um, It's like there's so many different kinds of privilege. It's like mm. we're privileged because we can see and hear and walk, and we not you know we don't yeah. need assistance and yeah. So I just <laughs> listened to NPR kind of about how um, housing used to be defined by, like, race, kind of, mm-hmm. in Chicago. Now it's defined mostly by disability. How only 1% of housing in the city is accessible. Damn. For, like, wheelchair, yeah. wheelchair accessible? Yeah, wheelchair accessible. And I mean, it's all stairs in Chicago. It Everything is, is stairs. It is all stairs. But, you know, because um, they obviously had to bring a personal story into it, like, um... This one lady, like, she's a W amputee. She has, like, problems with her heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's in a wheelchair. Um, they sent her a letter saying, like, oh, you bring 
snow into the building like and she's like okay then let me get some like i think they call it trainers or something or like i don't i don't know she said something like, does she have prosthetic legs or what no or a wheelchair she has a wheelchair okay so um i think she's too she's like too old for prosthetic she has diabetes also so that's probably why she lost them sorry <laughs> she's a fighter she is <laughs> so they were like, okay, like, now they're like, you're damaging the door. And she's like, well, okay, let me put, like, a plate on the door. It's like, no, they were going to find you. What the fuck? So she had to hire a lawyer to fight them. And they it's not up to her yeah, to like, do all this shit. It's up to Yeah, them. so it's illegal, obviously, to deny someone housing because of their disability. Yeah. And, um, yeah, only, like, 1%. See, that's another thing where I'm like, well, I wasn't woke to that because I never fucking think about that. But now that you said it, I'm thinking about all the uh, apartment entrances and they're right. all the stairs. Right. Yeah. So in, like, even for the first floor, it's always yeah. like a few stairs. Oh yeah. And there's not a ramp. And like, I think about like my last apartment in Chicago, there was no room for an elevator. That building was old. Like, no. Majority of like buildings. You'd have to live in a big complex. Yeah, you do. Because it's like even I live on the first floor, but I have to go up six or seven mm -hmm. steps. Like you always are going up a half story. And the ones that are accessible, like those high rises, or whatever, they can't afford that yeah, without subsidies. Yeah. So it's like a catch twenty two. Yeah, it was right. Hopefully, our new mayor will like do something about it. Are you running? <laughs> this is from my I'm announcing my campaign <laughs> announcing my nomination right that works but I'm glad like I'm Ron Emanuel's not like running anymore yeah he was I mean Ron was like the glitz and the glamour and the like let's do stuff with O'Hare and let's get more like global investment that's the people that thinking, are voting for him he was thinking so high up and I was like no honey bear we gotta like go to like the south and west sides and like invest 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 there like thinking like basically for himself I feel like a lot of the times and like putting pouring money into the areas that voted for him which is like the north side yeah not but that's why I don't south side. that's why I don't I live in Chicago and there's always this weird overhanging thing where I'm like I want the south and west sides to do better but I'm not fucking doing anything that's true then I feel shitty about it I mean but and I'm like do I volunteer do I go to Black Lives Matter protest like what do I do I I fucking... think just being aware of, like, when you're voting is, like, something that you can do. Yeah. And... Yeah, I guess that's true. So, um, and then, like, just understanding, like, where the money is going in the city. And it's not going to where it needs to go. I want to talk about the moving walkway. Okay, what is so that? So, Dr. Beverly Tatum, she did not make this up, but she put this in her book. But there's this idea of, like, you know those moving, moving walkways at the airport? Yeah, I love those. And this actually, this helped me... Moving walkway. <laughs> this helped me think about it, too, because oh, it was also my coworker, Kedra, like, we we had some training where we were talking about, like, racism. She's like, racism isn't the term that I use. I use the term white supremacy. Because... And that really helped me understand it better. She's like, what we're talking about... Because when people talk about racism, there's like the textbook definition of racism. It's like, you have... There's been a historic... A histor history of policies that yeah. have been race-based that have oppressed non-white people. Right. And Kedra was like, sure. But I just call that white supremacy. To me, that's a way more descriptive title. White supremacy, white supremacy. It's about whites creating a, hit, a system in America that guarantees their supremacy over everyone else. Oh. That's what racism is. So to me, white supremacy is like a way more clear name. Like, so it, no, what's, it's gonna be what's the walkway then? 
also the moving walkway is this idea that like whites, I'm just going to call it white supremacy. White supremacy is like a moving walkway that all white people are on and you're just standing on it and it's moving you forward. But not all the other people that aren't white are not on this fucking walkway. They're not benefiting from this history of policies. Mm. So white people just get to like chill on this walkway. So if you are like actively a racist, you are walking on the walkway. You're walking on it and you're moving super fast. But if you're just white person and you're just benefiting from, from the privilege, you're just standing on it. You're just, okay. And then what the, what the, the moving walkway thing says you need to do like a white person, you have to turn around and walk against the moving walkway. You have to dismantle it, basically. Mm. And I was like, cool, how? Because I'm not going to those Black Lives Matters protests, so I guess I'm Maybe just standing start. on this fucking thing. But I did give to the Dakota Access Pipeline. You know what we should also <laughs> do, though? Um, go to more black festivals. That's a good point. I still haven't gone to the Bud Billiken parade. Fuck, fuck. Bill Billiken? Bud Billiken? Mm. I think it's Bud Billiken. It's, like, the biggest, like, black parade in the country, but it's in, like, May, and I, like, try to go to the last two years, but I keep, like, one time I didn't have friends to go with me, and the other time I forgot about it. There was actually, like, a f- black, I don't, I know, like, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say this, but, like, black food festival, like, in the south side, of, like, all these, like, yeah. African-American, like, ethnic foods, and, yeah. like, like, mm. God, that sounds so good. I know. When was that festival? That was, couple weeks ago. Okay, well, it's Chicago. There's like 7,000 festivals every week. Yeah, but, you know, going to the neighborhoods, I feel like, and, like, offering your money, not offering your money, but, like, shopping. (laughs) Just going to Englewood and giving people money? I feel like that's so insulting. (laughs) Not offering your money, but, like, businesses businesses and stuff. Yeah. Because, you know, Chicago's giving them $8 million. Who? For grants for local businesses. But that's not... Eight million is That's not, not a lot. Because compare their building that fucking big like athletic center or whatever in the South Side that's costing like millions of dollars. I'm like, why aren't you like building a fucking another fucking grocery store instead? That well, the athletic center's kind of cool. It it's is, like a- but I feel like the community will benefit more from local businesses like trying to grow there well i'm sure they had and a lot of convers- creating jobs. I'm sure they had a lot of conversations about it but i mean that athletic center like creates jobs temporarily no the people that work at the athletic center but it's not probably that they don't probably but what events are going to be like i don't I, who's where's the revenue coming from it's probably like a public it probably works like a public i honestly don't know what it is i know it's like some type of athlete thing i think for me as a frugal person because, like, I'm all for them building, like, yeah, build that fucking athletic complex. But, like, I feel like everything that gets built, when, when new stuff gets built, they're like, it's a billion-dollar complex. <laughs> it's designed by Santiago Calatrava. And, like, it's, like, gore. I'm like, can we just fucking build a simple piece of shit? And, like, that works. And it's what everyone needs. Or but it's not, like, a mil- bajillion dollars. Hire like, the architecture students from, like, UIC. Right. I'm like, let's like, build a simpler version. Let's build, like, 17, where we built one. Like, let's build 17 instead of one. Right. That's all. But I'm like, that's my mentality. But I guess now that I think about it, like, through this conversation. <laughs> the name like, just kills me. I'm sure you're familiar. <laughs> I um, am. <laughs> um, I guess, like, through this conversation, I was like, okay, wait, Miles, you can be woke through your fucking job. Yeah. Because, I mean, I work in advertising, and I do, like, advertising is all about, like, you have to cast people, right? Mm-hmm. And you have to speak to demographics and stuff and, like, 
I was just talking about at work how last year there was this commercial where BMO Harris Bank where it's like two, it's a stupid commercial. It's mm. bad, but it's about two gay guys using an ATM. Like, and they're played by actual gay people because they have gay voice. Okay. You know, and y'all, you guys know what this. Y'all know what gay Don't voice pretend is. like you don't know, because you do. Okay. Um, but it was the first time I'd ever heard gay voice in an ad in my life. Ever. Mm. I'd never heard it. Mm. Ads are, like, it's like how movies are usually narrated by, like, movie trailers. If Well, movie trailers aren't really narrated anymore, but if they are, it's, like, by men. Yeah. yeah. I remember the first oh, time yeah. I heard a movie trailer narrated by a woman, I was like, oh my god. And it felt so different. Mm. Have a woman being like, coming this fall. Well, Marika, you say coming this fall. Coming this fall. Like, d- that, right? <laughs> and, like, recently at work, we had, we did some, what's called, like, the industry term is scratch VO, but it just means, like, um, like a rough draft voiceover for a commercial. Okay. So, like, anyone, we haven't gotten the official recording with, like, our guy yet. Mm. So we just had, like, my coworker who's gay record it. Okay. And, like, the voiceover sounds, like, a little gay. Like, gay, you can tell a gay person saying it. And we were talking about it at work. We were like, oh, my God, like, what if a brand, like, what if this was a brand's voice? Because, like, with it, for this brand, it's, like, a charcoal brand, so we're always using this, like, brand that's, like, hope y'all are hungry, like, get yeah. to grilling. It's, like, th- we hire this, like, black Southside guy. Yes. But he speaks, like, slow, and he's, like, because this and this. Like, it's super, like. Oh, my like, God, is he single? Um, I don't think so. I don't know. I don't think he's, like, our age. I haven't met him yet. I didn't get to meet him because I was, like, out of... You guys, if you didn't know, I'm thirsty and horny, so... Yeah, we gotta still do that episode. (laughs) But, like, and that's great, but I was, like, I would love if there was, like, a brand, especially if there was, like, a newer brand, like, Uber or Snapchat or, like, one of the new ones. Mm -hmm. I was, like, we're gonna use a fucking gay voice for our voiceover. Yeah. Like, that would be, to me, woke. Yeah. So... I feel like the more I'm in advertising, hopefully the more I will have to, like, give opportunities Leverage. to stuff that's not as mainstream. Not, you know, mainstream. So you're going to break the walls. We'll see. I don't know. That's exciting. So maybe I can do my part by producing commercial. I don't know. I'm, like, I'm always like, does advertising matter? Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. You guys, whose face do I have to smooch around here to get some questions? Guys! <laughs> We need questions. We need questions. Um, okay, I know we have at least like 40-something listeners out there. Like, just one of you. Talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> it's one true, we you. really only need one question per episode. Per episode, once a week. So yeah. everyone needs to take a fucking turn. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Kyle and it's your turn. turn. <laughs> Bobby. Lenny, Lenny G. Lenny G. Len. Mark S. It's y'all's turn. Um, look forward to that next week. But in the meantime, um, we should talk about our successes of the week. Successes. Um, I have one. Um, my success this week... So at work, like, if we ever have to write scripts for anything, it's kind of competitive. Because, like, I'm writing a script. I often Someone have to compete else. against my own boss who's writing a script. <laughs> yeah, who's, like, I've, you know, obviously been doing... Being a copywriter for way longer than I have. Right. Um, or my coworkers, like I, and I'm, you know, I've only been copywriter for less than a year. So it's like, I'm always like, Oh God, yeah. I guess I'll just try. Yeah. Um, but I did sell one in this week. <gasps> so I was nice. like, shit. And it was like this idea, I can't go into it, but it was like this idea that I'd had. And then, you know, we came up with a bunch of ideas Yeah. and then at one point it got thrown out. It, 
And then I Your like, idea got thrown out. Got thrown out. Okay. And then I was like, Revisited. okay, but what if it's slightly different? What if we just cast it differently? And they're like, okay, yeah, we'll bring it back in. And then that was that eventually this is the one idea that Oh my god, you get like, more lived. money, you get commission. No, but it's it's good uh for your book or whatever, your It's good for my book. And it's just like good experience too, because now it's like, okay. And it, like it's ultimately gonna be collaborative. Like this was my idea. My boss was like I had a different ending and my boss was like, what if we simplify it and the twist is this? So like, it always becomes okay. collaborative, which is nice. And then uh-huh. I think we're going to be working with like a influencer. So they might want to actually, um, an influencer. So, <laughs> uh, have you seen my Instagram stories? Um, have I seen your numbers of followers? Yes. <laughs> um, so ultimately the influencer might touch it. We don't know okay. how they want to work. So it, it always ultimately ends up being collaborative. So, is it a commercial? Um, it's gonna be like it? online video. Okay. Yeah. That's but it's like, yeah, it's though. cool. I was like, ugh, I actually had like a good idea. Mariko, what's your success? God, what is my success? I don't know, being sick on my birthday? <laughs> That's success? I don't know. Did you have a good birthday? I, you know what? I actually did. And here is why. A, I've, a lot of people texted me happy birthday, which I was not expecting. Mm-hmm. I was expecting more um, Instagram DMs, um, more Facebook shit, but a lot of, like, people that I'm, like, I'm close with in my life and some few surprises um, t- actually texted me, and I'm like, oh my god. I don't know. It just means more. Um, my dream waking up that morning was about people, like, sharing me with love and stuff. And I called off work because I was feeling sick, and I watched Harry Potter, and... That's pretty good. ate sushi and stuff, and then my roommate made me a cake. Baked it for you? Yeah. Oh my god. Well, it's from a box, but Adam. still. Adam. <laughs> it's Joanna. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, she, like, went out to the store, and she got funfetti and, like, frosted it and put shit ton of sprinkles on it and it, I've eaten, like, most of it already. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, yeah. So, pretty, pretty good birthday. Um, and then I went, then I came to work the next day. People kept saying happy birthday to me. My desk was decorated. Today at work, I got another cake. Oh. I wasn't expecting it at all. Oh my god, your three jobs are paying off. Oh my god. Yeah, well, Lagunitas, come on, pay up. Yeah, where's the, yeah. Yeah, where's my cake? They're like, you work twice a month, who are you? <laughs> I know they are, like, ah, who are you? Yeah, gonna celebrate with my parents tomorrow. Uh-huh. A lot of good birthday this year. Yeah, it's exciting that you were 21 10 years ago. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. I had to. Marika's on the floor. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> no. Ah! Ugh, god, that's awful. Ugh. Well, you can send us questions at idkpod at gmail.com mm-hmm. or on Instagram at. IDKpod. No. I don't know what I'm doing. I always have to edit I, this I, together. I know. What is it? On Instagram at idkwhatimdoingpod. I never remember it. Um. And so, I, I don't know, the woman who critiqued our podcast, Megan, said that we can't call you failures 
Why? I think she thinks that's negative, which it is, but it's like, but we're it's all like, failures. All failures. Like, we're all... Together. We're, like, we're no better than you, you guys. So bye. Bye. Failures. Tell us if you hate it. Tell us something. Tell us anything. <laughs> bye. Bye. <laughs>